Hey, this is Montage Through Cinema, a podcast focused on bringing in honest, genuine opinion on film, film schools, and filmmaking. You might enjoy listening in if you like hearing college-aged film students and other artists give their say on films and film topics. Throughout the show, we'll talk about the film industry, films old and new, artists up and coming and well-known, film techniques, and film theory. I'm your host, Arian Bepor, and I'm currently a Columbia College Chicago student. Uh, I'm a junior, and I'm studying cinema, arts, and science. I want to be a director and writer. To keep the show honest, I hope to bring guests with varying opinions and on the topics that we will be discussing. Today I have Kyla Wallace from Long Island. She's a writer, photographer, and general lover of the arts. You can follow her on Instagram at Kai the Humanoid. Uh, K-H-Y, Kai the Humanoid. We have Taylor Hentrop. He's an editor, director, extraordinaire at Columbia College Chicago. He is a Detroit-based boy. <laughs> Hello. And then we have uh, a third-year screenwriting and directing major at Columbia College Chicago. He is um, also, similar to me, a Persian, also Jewish. Uh, Ian Ruzrok. He is, you can find him on Ian Ruzrok, youtube.com slash Ian Ruzrok. And then, last but not least, we have Megan Humphrey from Connecticut, <laughs> sophomore at DePaul University, screenwriting major. <laughs> Um, all right, so today we're going to be discussing uh, a, a range of topics. We're going to be talking about what films we think should have been nominated uh, for the Oscars. We're going to be talking about specifically Lady Bird, the Golden Globes um, controversy with that film and the director. And uh, we'll talk a little. We'll touch on what it means to be a director when you're nominated for that Oscar. We're going to talk about Get Out and whether or not uh, it should have been nominated or Jordan Peele should have been nominated. We're also going to talk about. Um, Basically, how the Oscars might or might, uh, the, if the Oscars should support social change or should award the best films of the year. And also, just to put the cherry on top, we're going to talk about the films that we think should win the Oscars in probably most of the categories that we know about. All right, so I'm going to start it off by saying um, Blade Runner, as you said, was nominated for best film. Yeah, um, I'm glad, because it it was after I walked out of it, I it's I thought of it as Blade Runner 2045. It was good. Oh. Um, it was it was definitely way above average. It's not even clo it's a great film, but uh, it's not an academy. I don't I didn't feel the importance of it other than how beautiful it looked, and it got nominated for what it deserved to get nominated for, which is cinematography and best visual effects. Good on them. I think that it had. I think that the the whole thing about androids is always like a a metaphor for different you know issues we face as humans. And I think that those kind of films, they're they're like sci-fi books and even films. They're kind of put off to the side as if they're you know um, unimportant. But really, they kind of touch on humanity in a way that I feel really resonates with me and, and gets through to you know, my, my heart, I guess. Um, now, do you, any of you guys have any opinions about Blade Runner 2049, whether it should be nominated or not? I do not. I, okay. Um, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Gosling? No, not Gosling. The, the guy. The Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. He wasn't nominated either, was he? Uh, let's look. Because... 
He was not nominated. Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. Um, I think he definitely could have been. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't really feel like a film specific to him, though. I definitely could feel that this has been planned for years. They've had all these ideas planned out because they wanted to do a sequel for since the first one came out. And they've had all these things planned, and they hired Villeneuve to actually do it. Mm-hmm. It does. I don't know if it feels like his film. It almost feels like... It could have been, the crew is just so good in general. Everyone about it is so talented. It's not even just his film. Yeah. So I I can understand him not being nominated, but he was definitely like a brilliant filmmaker putting something like that together so seamlessly. I think that Denis Villeneuve, uh, just looking at his old, like his older films, you can tell that he is just a talented director. I mean, he made, what, Prisoners, uh, Sicario, Arrival. He's made all these great films. I think that his films are so great up until Blade Runner that you just know he's a great director, and it's gonna be—he's just gonna be another director that doesn't get an Oscar till he's like what, 50, 60? Yeah. So, uh, Incendies was one of his first films. It was yes. Incredible, unbelievable. And after this, he did Sicario. He did um, Prisoners, which was great. That just—it didn't come out of nowhere, but I. I knew it was going to be pretty special, and when it did, it was everyone, phenomenal. Yeah, everyone loved it, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And so now look at him. He's making Blade Runner, and he's even getting the chance to make Dune. Oh, uh, wow. Whenever, whenever that's happening, which is insane. No one's tried that since Lynch, and when he failed horribly making yeah. adapting Dune. So it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting to see he's, how he's far he's gone. He's respected, but you know, I, I can see your point about... he. There was, you know, Deakins got nominated for cinematography yes. and visual effects. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't just him that was great. Yeah, and I think that Arrival, he did deserve the, which he did get, I believe, he got the best director nom. But in that film, it was, I don't, was he working with Deakins on that no, one? No, no. Yeah, and that that one was really great. I think that mm-hmm. one's a little better than Blade Runner. And I, I and I felt like I felt his hand in it more than I did with Blade Runner. Um. So. I like to uh, compare him to hmm. Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Um, his emergence from from a very you know Taika Waititi. He's he's his films are very um, independent. I mean, mm-hmm. he came from very independent uh, cinema culture, and he's now doing Thor. Mm-hmm. And he's doing these big productions. So we have to. I think there's some comparison there. Yeah, obviously. Do you think Taika Waititi should be nominated for Thor? No, 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 no. Because I don't think his directing style really reflected in that, right. in that they movie. Ju- they just hired a they a hired a very guy talented person to make a make right. one of the many films they pump out every year. It mm-hmm. could have been anyone. Though. And of course, oh. someone's going to say yes. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say yes to Thor. But money, another money, money, money. another movie like Thor Ragnarok, that's a superhero movie and big, is, is Wonder Woman. What do you think right. about Wonder Woman? It should have been nominated. I think it should have been, uh, I mean, it's definitely something that should be considered directing-wise, yes. Um, Storytelling and the way it was executed, um, there's things that I wish I could have seen, there's things that I wish that were implemented in the story, things that I wish uh, I I would have seen um, thematically, um, but directing-wise, I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, what a, what about the film's direction that like pulled you in so much? Like to me, it felt like it felt like Patty Jenkins was Patty Jenkins yeah. right? mm-hmm. took the style of Zack Snyder 
brought it down a tiny bit and made, had, made a, had a better script, had yeah. a better character, had more humor, had two good actors, Gal Gadot and Chris Pine, which brings charisma. And I think that her, her directing, what, just to me, didn't feel like it even had to be strong. I know she's a great director, but when compared to like, like Denis, sure. Denis Villeneuve didn't even get nominated. And See, that's the difference between um, a big sci-fi production that's not, it's, they're, they're going to make money, but they're not based around kind of the sole fact of money. It's almost a legacy. With Wonder Woman, it's just a superhero film. It's not even an extraordinary superhero film. And the fact that Patty Jenkins made it, has n I, didn't, I didn't feel any part in that because she made Monster, and Monster's amazing. It's amazing. But I don't... Is there Patty Jenkins things in her films? Like, oh, I know Patty Jenkins did that because this is here and this is that. I think they hired her because she's a, she's a talented person. She worked with the scripts and they, they pumped it out. They mm -hmm. made a lot of money. Made, mm -hmm. I, I think it was like one of the, it was like the fourth it, highest it or third really highest well. grossing, yeah. grossing uh, superhero film of that year, which is crazy that there's a list of superhero films being yeah. how much money they make a year. But I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman, but I, uh, I definitely didn't love it. Not yeah. even, not even close. I think that um, with Wonder Woman, what you were saying about the style. Yeah. I don't think a director has to bring a cohesive style from film to film. I, I, I agree. But um, and, and that's not you know my criticism of Pat Jenkins. Mm -hmm. It's just that it felt like what was good about it, kind of similar to like how you were talking about Blade Runner. It was a cinematography. I mean, that's cinematography. Uh, it, with Denis Villeneuve, like the cinematography was really great. You know, that's Deakins. But but Denis does have a you know hand in it. I just don't think that her, I don't think that her voice was strong in it, and I don't think she has a style anyway. Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah, she's a director for hire. That's why they got her because yeah. it would have been weird if Wonder Woman wasn't made by a woman. Yeah. And so they got a talented woman to make a film, and you can yeah. tell it's made by a woman, but it doesn't. It's still just a superhero film, unfortunately, yeah. and it didn't. But it didn't change. I do. The fact. But uh, in support of Wonder Woman, I do think it. It has that. It's that. First, you know, you had Catwoman with Halle Berry, but yeah. it's that first, you know, female superhero movie that's like really good, and now like that's not horrible. That's not horrible, and then you have you know little girls that can look up to a different type of role model, which is great. It should that be nominated in the Oscars for that reason? Hell no. I don't know. I I mean that that's that's where I am right now in that gray area. But uh, let's talk about Mother. Yeah. So. I really enjoy movies that like you're confused the whole time and they keep you wondering and you're not really sure what's going on until like it kind of like hits you and they're like oh shit okay now it all makes sense and that for me I feel like mother especially seeing the theater was like such an experience and I talked to a lot of people about it and they're like oh mixed feelings I don't know it was okay I just really enjoyed it yeah mother kind of beats you to a pulp um, some people don't like that uh, I enjoyed it when I first saw it. Um, looking back on it, I still enjoy it, but Darren Aronofsky, I, uh, I don't know how many times I've said this, but I think he's, a, he's not a smart man, but he's a really smart filmmaker. I, I've said this too many times, and I think that really shows, specifically with Mother, of all his films, um, it's a great film, but s some of the things that he's saying he admits to them in interviews, mm -hmm. and I said this, and I was I meant that, which is a horrible way to to have a legacy for your film. It does it doesn't. 
the audiences get that and they see that and they don't they don't grasp with it as well and that's why he was nominated for a Razzie I think <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a dig at his ego the Razzies are like the opposite of the Oscars the it's almost the joke category it's like oh the emoji movie got nominated for bad movie ha 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 but uh, Jennifer Lawrence Javier Bardem and um, and Arnofsky was nominated for worst uh, actor actress and director which is crazy yeah. it's crazy it's, it's almost a That's joke so it's, it's just a it joke, a at joke. That point. yeah, yeah. yeah. the Razzies have always been a joke but that that one digs at his ego almost I've noticed because yeah. he's had a massive ego his his whole career and right. it's it's fun to see it hurt a little bit but he's just gonna continue being successful because he's a good filmmaker yeah yeah I I don't think mother should have been nominated I do I do think that a version of Mother could have been nominated, but the the one that I saw, I didn't really enjoy. Hundred percent agree. Because as a astute, you know, viewer of films, I knew what was going on early on, and then it felt like I was just watching a filmmaker kind of jerk off for yeah. like the last latter half of the movie, and I don't like watching that kind of idea. I don't like watching, you know, a pure self indulgence. Well, his is very transparent. It's not like Fellini making eight and a half, being really meta about it. It's it's a self-masturbatory Darren Aronofsky making his movie. Mm -hmm. That's kind of that's also how I felt Blade Runner felt as well. That's also why I'd, maybe Villeneuve didn't really need to get nominated because it's very, it's very look at how great this movie is. Look at how beautiful it looks, and it's it's that's what the Revenant was. That's yeah. mm -hmm. that's why a lot of these things didn't connect with me as much. I mm -hmm. guess I like the Revenant, but there's definitely it's show offy. Uh, another movie that I believe actually would have been my one of my favorite movies of the year, Florida Project, did not get nominated for mm -hmm. almost anything except for Willem Dafoe's great performance. I even think the child actress should have been That's nominated. That's what I was saying. The little, the little girl from Beast of the Southern Wild, and I don't know who this other girl in the, the Florida this girl, Project is. This girl, I don't know her name either. But these young actresses the are... The main little girl or yeah. the, her friend? The main little girl. Mm -hmm. They are extremely Brooklyn talented. Prince. Brooklyn Prince. I think she should have been nominated. I think she was actually better than the girl in Beast of Southern Wild. Yeah. Which who, she got nominated, nominated too. Um, that was a cute little thing that they did that. Yeah, that was really like. nice. I, I think Florida Projects, if it was nominated for Best uh, Picture, I would have said that's my pick for um, the winner. Really? Yeah. Yes. Because I really enjoyed it and I think that I think that the, the problem with that film is that it went with an experimental ending. The, the, yeah. I've heard the filmmaker... Oh my god, I hated that. Yeah, so Sean so Baker much. doesn't know how to end his movies. He didn't with Tangerine, even though it was a much better ending. Hmm. And he doesn't with Florida Project. I didn't, I didn't mind either of the endings, but I definitely... I understand where all... It's a real beautiful film. Um, there's a lot of people that aren't big fans of it as well. Mostly because of the ending. I understand. It's not even agree or disagree. It's almost more of a, I liked it and they didn't. Stylish. Exactly. It's not even, there's some things that are objectively better than others. Saying Phantom Thread's better than Paul Blart Mall Cop. But the, ending, the endings are not, they're very, they, I'm struggling to not grasp onto them, but grasp onto why they did that, why they decided to go with that ending, why they decided to run into Disneyland with an iPhone 5, because they could, and they could have got, they got the footage easily because it was an iPhone filming it, not a big camera crew, which I understand why they did it, but it's, it's hit or miss with most people. It, it, it first, it was a hit for me, but later on, it's, it, I'm not connecting with it as well. Maybe I'll have to see it again. So to, to uh, 
go quickly through this one. I think that the film Beguiled should not have been nominated, but the director, Sofia Coppola, was the best female director of the year. Yeah, over, she, over Greta Gerwig. Yeah, she and won a Cannes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And which is, which is great. She was great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about Gerwig about that, then? No, we, okay. we will, we'll we will go her. past this we'll get very quickly. We will, we will bring this up again as we talk about Lady Bird later. Uh, I also think that Killing a Sacred Deer should have been uh, yeah. nominated for cinematography. But I don't know. I don't know if the, the Academy doesn't like Yorgos like in the Uh It's just it, it's kind of Killing a Sacred Deer is a great movie. It's just kind of inconsistent, and some people don't really. I didn't either when I saw it. How his style almost felt like because in the Lobster it was everyone talked differently because the universe was almost like that, and with Dogtooth as well, it was in a foreign language, so I didn't even notice everyone spoke weird. But in Killing a Sacred Deer, it's just a normal world mm-hmm. apparently mm-hmm. that we know of. And everyone's still talking in a very Yorgos Lathamos way. Yeah. Like, Wait a second. Whoa. What's going on? But that's just his, that's his style. Now. And now I know that. For me personally, I don't enjoy it when when directors bring unnecessary elements of their earlier films into their current films. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, did you ever see Lost City of Z? Yes, Lost City of Z. Did it, did it come out this year though? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it came out 2017. Um, really good. Really, really good. Really good. I I don't think it's you know should be nominated for best film maybe no, best cinematography yeah. it needs something it didn't get anything it needs yeah. some love but the actor like the, I don't think Charlie Hunnam was that great I don't think Sienna Miller was that great that's why we had Robert Pattinson oh and Robert Pattinson wasn't that great if he, he was I mean, great in a later film and if, yeah. if there's one film that Robert Pattinson should be nominated for it's Good Time huh. which, oh, yeah. which is the second film uh, I'll, I'll mention the first film that I should, think should have been nominated later. The f- second film that I think is crazy it didn't get nominated for anything. Good Time should have been nominated for Best Actor, and I liked uh, Robert Pattinson's performance better than uh, Gary Oldman's. Uh, even even Pattinson's polar opposite, uh, Kristen Stewart, was great in uh, Personal Shopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if any of you saw that. No. I, didn't, I didn't get to see it yet. It's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it, it, it doesn't deserve Best Picture or anything, because it's, it's not that great, but... She was phenomenal in it. Yeah. I think that's an overlooked performance, 100%. Yeah, I think that a lot of people have like a little bit of content for Kristen Stewart so. right now. Yeah. Because uh, of Twilight and also because she cheated on Robert Pattinson with the director <laughs> with, of yeah. uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, yeah, whatever yeah, his yeah. name is. Um, now I will talk about two films that I feel equal about, Disaster Artist and Baby Driver. Mm. Should they have been nominated um, for Best Director or... Well, James Franco, the controversy with him is that he is being accused of doing a little uh, screwed up things when it comes to his uh, college he had been running. Something. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't read up on yeah. this. I read up on that one. Um, uh, I think that definitely, um, from what I'm hearing, there's some weird stuff going on. Also, in the past, there was some weird stuff going on. He seems like a, a weird guy, mm-hmm. and I, I think I agree with the testimonies of the actresses yeah. from his college. With Franco, it's it's um, it's confusing almost because I don't think he should have been nominated for Disaster Artist, and he wasn't. For but I agree. For best actor though. No. Wow. I agree. Not for I, best actor. No, because he's just doing his Tommy Wiseau performance that he'll like do at parties, mm-hmm. which is which is interesting, which is fun. Yeah. But it's, it's not something we haven't seen. Exactly. Exactly. There's plenty of people who do a great Tommy Wiseau performance. They, he could have even casted Tommy Wiseau as himself if he, he really wanted it. to make a great film. And Disaster Artist is a real fun, funny romp, funny story, but he definitely missed a lot of the the swing set up for him. 
best picture. Yeah, he he. Uh, Greg Sestro wasn't great. Uh, what's his name? Dave Franco. He was extremely boring. He, the Greg Sestro character is like the most is arguably more important than Tommy Wiseau in that whole story. Have any of you read the book either? No, no the book's completely different. Great novel. Great, great little fun story. And Greg Sestro in the film is made out to be some guy that just really loves Tommy Wiseau, which is yep. not true at all. He at first he was. He he go, he went with it almost for the joke, but eventually he wanted money from Tommy, and yeah. he was pissed off at him. And they're friends now, but they're a lot more than just making the room. I think I think from a director's standpoint, the the way that James Franco decided to tackle the story, just it's I don't easy. agree with. He made it easy is a good word, and also simple because this actual story is so like twisted and. Like, why not make that movie? That's really interesting that he... I and mean, you can tell after these things came out about him and how he feels that Hollywood has looked at him that he kind of feels that compassion for Tommy Wiseau and would make the film that he made. Um, so Edgar Wright, some people say he should have been nominated for Best Director. I mean, I'm not going to go say no because he did a great job. Mm. Um, I, I don't even have a strong opinion on... Uh, Baby Driver. I, I really liked Baby Driver. It was mm-hmm. a fun, fun action movie. Uh, I don't, I don't think him cutting with the music is like a profound thing, but it was probably the the best, the best done I've seen in a long time. He mm-hmm. he even did similar stuff in his in Scott Pilgrim. It's all, he he cuts his movies to music and he always has, but now he just specifically has done that. Yeah, Baby Driver, and it, it's it's great. But I don't think he's been nominated best director before, has he? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't so. But if if he should have been, I don't think it should have been for a baby driver. No, no. I think he's got something up, something else up his sleeve for the future. He's, yeah. he's definitely a talented guy. He's a talented guy. I'd like to see him even dislocate him from the stereotype that he is now, then even more than he did with Baby Driver and mm-hmm. from the, the trilogy. What they call that trilogy? The Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto trilogy. When's the last time a uh, feature film, a feature animated film? Been, nom- or been nominated yeah. or won a Best Picture. I'd like so to talk about that. The, the best example that should have been last year is Anomalisa. Was that nominated? Yeah, that was, yes. And it, sure. like, people thought it was a joke. That film was it phenomenal. Was really good. Really, really good. So you but think... Coco, for sure. That film... So good. It's phenomenal. It was so Coco good. Coco should have been nominated for Best Picture, is what you're saying. I know. <laughs> it's almost it was, there. I, I feel like it's, it's at the peak of, you know, what... Uh, Disney Pixar is capable of doing the last Disney Pixar movie to win Best Picture was what Toy Story. Uh, it was Anomalisa was the last animated movie Best Picture, but I think what did wait Anomalisa was nominated for Best Picture. Was it not? No, it was no. Best animated. Best animated. I'm saying I think Anomalisa so should have been up. Best That's Picture. That's so fucked up. I think when did Toy Story three come out? What year was that? Nin- yeah. Nineteen. No. Two thousand. Early two thousands. Because I know three sure. or four. No. Must have been. Toy Story two three came out in twenty ten or two thousand eight. So you're saying Toy Story two got nominated, got one. Toy, best? Toy Story two, nothing, no animated movies ever won Best Picture. Okay, but you're saying deservedly. But yeah. Up was also nominated Best Picture as well because Beauty and the Beast created the animated category. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And then Toy Story three was the first film, or it was either Toy Story three or Up, or one of them to actually be nominated for Best Picture. And I remember when Toy Story three was, it was like a big thing because everyone everyone didn't know. Oh, I don't even believe in animation, or oh, this was great, it should be on here. So it yeah. was a big, so, it was a big yeah. thing. Up and Toy Story three were the ones nominated for mm-hmm. in, in 2009 and 2010, right back to back. And they're great films. They're great yeah. films. I can I can see why they were nominated. 
I I think the, the those films kind of suffer from like there's a there's one really 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 good part in both of them. Ups is the beginning and Toy Story is towards the end, and then everything else is like really really good. But then there's like it's kind of like the what is this called the bell curve or not the bell the curve? Peak. The peak is like really high somewhere in the film and it kind of like like after Ups beginning, which is a weird flaw to have. You don't want to watch it, and everyone says <laughs> it, it, it that. definitely it definitely teeters out, but it. It's it's heartfelt enough to maybe not deservedly get that nomination, but I see why it was nominated. Oh, uh, I forgot Meyerowitz stories for uh, best screenplay not nominated. I never saw that. Mm. Um, I thought that the 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 dialogue was really good in the beginning, and as it went on, he lost intensity in how much he was like focusing on um, the characters and how they were actually interacting with each other. It became um, less focused. Oh, this is the fun. So the film that I think should have been nominated for uh, Best Picture, which definitely wouldn't have, that I think is my favorite movie of the year, is A Ghost Story. Yeah. I think oh, A Ghost yeah. Story ha is the only movie that has done something in a way with maybe a, an American film that has done something that I haven't seen before with how it uses just time and mm -hmm. of like literally the shots and how long they take and and kind of it, even reality, I guess it tries to bend reality there. It, it's the only film that I felt like this year really did something different. Even Killing a Sacred Deer, which is maybe my second uh, favorite film of the year, um, that one was kind of similar to Lobster. You know, mm -hmm. Ghost Story is the only film that is like a it's, its own thing, and it's like furthering cinema in a, in a great way to me. The Academy just doesn't like pie eating for five minutes. That's all, that's all I'm gonna say. Ghost Story was great. It was really good. I'm not surprised it wasn't nominated, though. Um, when I saw it, I, w I was, I was like, "Oh, this is a great movie. This isn't going to get nominated for anything. It probably should be." But not it, even. Uh, it, I think Rooney Mara was great. I don't even know why Rooney. I mean, the thing is, if you watched Rooney Mara and Song the Song, she does the same character, kind of like cryy and doesn't know what she's doing in Song the Song, and she's really good at that. And that's maybe why she didn't get nominated for, you know. Uh, ghost, uh, ghost story. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, now we're gonna be moving on to the next topic.